0: Coming up, what an excellent day for dirty laundry. Well, howdy, folks, and welcome to Minute 87 of The Exorcist Minute, a show where we endeavor to examine, extrapolate, and excavate The Exorcist, Minute by Terrifying Minute. My name is Lester Ryan Clark. And I'm Keenan Dias. And we'll be your holy guides on this journey through what some have called the scariest movie of all time. Okay, so our minute
1: begins with Karis looking at some art. And it ends with him turning away, as he says, I don't know. I'll have to look it up.
0: Yes. Again, with the turning away, classic refusal of the call here, folks. But we'll talk about that at the end of this minute. For now, let's get back to the top. So if you'll remember, Karis just had that fateful meeting with Reagan, Reagan, question mark, upstairs, (laughs) uh, where she vomited all over him. And so now Karis and Chris are down in the basement. Enough time has passed. Chris has washed dried and is now ironing the shirt and he is looking around at her daughter's art and now he's rifling through some of the drawings on the work table Mm -hmm. and keenan while chris is ironing and karis is looking at these pictures did you notice the sound
1: yeah the one sound that i that really sticks out to me is um just sort of little sound design trick like we hear water dripping Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which is just, you know, anytime you show like a tub or, a, or anything or a toilet, you hear water dripping, which mm-hmm. in real life means that it's broken, but in a movie, <laughs> in a movie means that it's functional. yes <laughs> So that's what I hear. What are you hearing? It's like water must exist because I hear it. <laughs> right. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So diegetically, am, am I using this right? The, it's, it's the sound of the iron uh-huh. as she's ironing the shirt. Right. But right. it's it's playing over Karis looking at these creepy drawings, and it kind of sounds like breathing, mm-hmm. right? It, it, as if the presence of this demon can still be felt in this place where we we first learned about him, right? Where we were first introduced to him as Captain Howdy. And you just hear, as he's looking at these creepy drawings, you just hear, oh,
1: <laughs> right, uh, that that makes a lot of yeah. You're absolutely correct. Because um, then in in some of the scenes that are coming up, my uh, my dominant memory of sound is in these silent moments, which aren't silent. We hear Captain Howdy, Reagan, whoever breathing up there, and, yeah. and then we see it becomes visual, right? Because it's going to start getting really cold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're going to start hearing that. That's really cool. Um, yeah. The so breath, another... which is
0: kind of like the bodily version of wind. I don't. know. I don't oh, know oh that. my goodness! Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, something else is the bodily version of wind. But, you know. <laughs>
1: Uh <laughs> yes, I heard on another show. No, so I heard on another show, an older. on wait, wait, don't tell me the um, NPR quiz show. Uh-huh. Um, one of their their longest standing guests is Roy Blunt, who's mm-hmm. very very funny, and now he's in his 80s. He was saying, mm-hmm. and, and so he says "pass gas" when it's in. You know, the the younger comedians, some of them are like 22. Uh-huh. They say "fart," right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was like, you know, for a fart, I think is funnier than "pass gas" or "break wind," but yeah. maybe it, it becomes so um so old fashioned and cool that like like past gas is funny again <laughs> right, it becomes, like maybe it's funnier than fart <laughs>
0: I think even uh, and and then if we're, if we're going on the hierarchy right, uh-huh. right I think I think the the more nice, and censored it is, the funnier it becomes, right? Like, so so uh, breaking wind.
1: Right. It seems to be, or, or let's
0: say passing wind,
1: even. Oh, know? passing wind, yes. breaking, that's destructive, right?
0: <laughs> just passing wind. I was just, I was just passing by and I was passing wind. And,
1: you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> there's
0: these two Southern Bells. I was like, oh, did you see? Oh, I,
1: like, <laughs> I passed wind something fierce. <laughs> 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 heavens, to to Betsy. My, heavens to Betsy. some to Betsy. my Mexican pizza. So Lester and I are actually in the same city right now, which is not common when we it's record Weird. So, yes, we're both in Las Vegas, and we had uh, dinner last night with our good friend Ian Hinden, mm-hmm. um, who's been a guest on the show. And he was describing a Mexican pizza he had mm. that was not – it was not a tortilla. It was like Mexican food on an Italian pizza dough mm. of like sour cream and guacamole and pico de gallo and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And that must have been the fiercest <laughs> wind you talk about wind. <laughs> That's some
0: southwest – <laughs>
1: Oh my! <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, he said it was one of the best, most delicious things ever eaten. Ah, okay, yeah. okay. Anyway, so back to sounds <laughs> that are in the movie and not yes. from our our best friend's ass. <laughs> no, right?
0: <laughs> That's another podcast entirely.
1: <laughs> I like that title. Oh, Yeah, my best friend's ass. do do do. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so I was going to drop another um, you know, uh, film film theory film making uh, sort of term for oh, sound, yes. which is fidelity. Mm. so this is the idea of whether the sound that we're hearing is meant to sound like the thing that we are listening to or not so so most of the time yes we want it to be the same right Mm -hmm. um but for so most of the time we want a punch to sound like a punch and we talked about how they do fully and all the different ways they'll do that and most of the times we want a slamming door to sound like a slamming door right um right even if we're creating that without a door in the studio or doing it with our voice or whatever. We're trying to match the fidelity. Um, So, but you could, you know, you could try to be infidelitous, right? You're trying Mm. to be, um, you're trying to purposely make a a statement with sounds that we know, oh, that's not the quote unquote right sound. Right. Uh, So for instance, um, you know, in a slapstick comedy or something, or, you know, I could see where this might work in a a really serious drama. Mm. Like if I were to punch Lester and instead Mm -hmm. of hearing a punch, right, Mm -hmm. we hear a gunshot.
0: Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. right.
1: And like, oh, God, that's like super impactful. And then we as the audience know that that's not literally what it sounds like, but it mm-hmm. has this new emotional meaning to it because of, of what we are actually hearing. Right. Gotcha.
0: I'm thinking now of like the Three Stooges, where uh-huh. right, like if, if Mo pokes uh, Curly in the eyes, it's 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 more like boing, right? Like it's <laughs> right
1: a... Exactly. <laughs> and nothing on the human body, not even our friend, not even my best friend's ass, no. makes a boing noise. No,
0: no, no, not that we know of. Uh-uh.
1: <laughs> no matter how many Mexican pizzas, I, I, do you think he's gonna? We won't tell him that uh, this episode is about his button, his yeah. fart sounds, and Yeah, I this. think he's going to
0: have to this will this will be a, a test to see if he's listening.
1: <laughs> right, but nothing on the human body makes the sounds of the three stooges bodies make. Right. right, right. Yes. I <laughs> think you hear glass crap breaking, mm-hmm. and, Yeah, and bam boom bam. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. So talk um, about
0: miracles. Okay, yeah, like like you know they're chewing on a toffee and like inside the toffee is like a really hard like nut or something, and then you hear right. glass breaking, like their teeth are breaking. So right, like and that.
1: they look at the camera like oh, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um you know, and then some some more serious, I suppose, ones are like uh, the one that I use in class to think about is like in the beginning of Apocalypse Now, where mm. um where Marlowe, no, that's not his name. In, oh no! In, in <laughs> wait, Marlowe is the name of the, the in the in the book in of Heart the of monster. <laughs> No, Willard, Willard in the movie. I don't know why they changed it from Marlow to Willard in the, you know, when they're yeah. adapting Heart of Darkness, Apocalypse Town. But he's gotten, he's on, um, he just come out of the jungle. He's he's sort of in this hotel and a holding pattern, not mm-hmm. trying to go back stateside, but they won't let him go back yet. Right. Um, and he is uh, having a mental breakdown and, you know, um, he's going to like start doing like, tai chi and then and then break a mirror on his hand and but we have a shot of him looking up at the ceiling fan of the hotel room Mm. but the sound that walter murch the sound designer who's the first Mm. person to give himself a sound designer credit um Mm. is not a um is not of ceiling fans it's of helicopters in the jungle Right, so like ah. even when he's in Saigon and away from the jungle and away from the war, he's looking up and he hears the war.
0: Ooh, I like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. good stuff.
1: That's Walter Murch. He, uh, yeah, so he was the sound designer without having that credit on The Godfather. So we've talked about his work, and then gotcha. and became a major person. So yeah, anyway, so yeah, yeah, so yes, this has this has fidelity because right. it's like diegetically correct when we're looking at the iron, mm-hmm. but it also is not the sound of what Reagan's drawings make. And we're also hearing it right as like yes. this is the sound that Reagan's drawings are making. They're breathing. Right. Right. Yeah, Excellent. Yeah, love it.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, um, I want to talk about these drawings, mm-hmm. Keenan. Um, oh, actually, before no, uh, so. Actually, you made me think of, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, we already had this scene where uh, Reagan is in the bedroom and her head turns all the way, all the way around.
1: All okay. all the way um,
0: and uh, I, I had heard that that was used by uh, kind of like the squeezing and the stretching of an old wallet.
1: Oh gosh! Like, oh yeah, that that yeah sound, yeah, right? yeah that leathery. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's really cool. And it's like,
0: and it also kind of sounds like crackly and you know, like bone mm-hmm. snapping, maybe. But that would be fidelitous because it's supposed to be mimicking the sound of her actual
1: body. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Even,
1: yeah, even in a sound where we've never heard that sound, right? Right. Yeah.
0: So that's interesting because it's like, that's, that's a weird supernatural thing, but it's still being true. Whereas Mm -hmm. like there are other things that are like normally happening, like somebody Mm -hmm. getting poked in the eye or somebody's pants falling down and it's Mm -hmm.
1: like, wow, 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 you know, (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> have we talked on the show? I guess a little. Have we uh, again? Mm. Sorry, we talk a lot about a lot of movies. And I can't remember yeah. about like the sometimes basic, the Exorcist, sometimes the Exorcist, but there's just the basic idea that like um, the Three Stooges is something that for whatever reason appeals to men more than women, right? That seems to be borne oh, out. Really? Like, yeah, like that. That's oh. that's something that people have tried to examine and not quite understood why. But yeah, I'm mm. so, just reverting to as you do anything, three suges. Is. <laughs> I've just become a giggling little boy. Like, Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I gotta say, I mean, I, it is one of those things I can just kind of like put on and watch in the background. You know? mm-hmm, yeah. Right. Um, but if I think about it for like any more than like half a second, I'm like, mm-hmm. this is horrible. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like in These terms people of people its... getting
0: hurt. Like,
1: <laughs> right. right. But you've never like caught your mom. Watching three studios like, when oh, you come God, over, that, <laughs> right, God, Larry? Oh boy! <laughs> mm. no. no, no, I don't mm. believe so. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, so back to these drawings. Um, you'll also remember, folks, earlier, Kenan and I had some uh, different interpretations on some of Reagan's earlier pieces. Uh, I I thought uh, that it was a drawing of several sheep. Mm-hmm. and Keenan was wrong um,
1: <laughs> no no no. Because you, you thought I they had were a crazy idea <laughs> that, you thought they were um hmm. that they, were bears, they or, were bears or some kind of yeah 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 yes. I mean,
0: but we both agreed that they were beasts
1: right? Well, I had to sort of ring your <laughs> you yeah, and yeah, yeah. convince you they were beastly, yeah. and then eventually you said maybe they're Rams or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we did have um, we did have a listener in our in our listener group on Facebook, compelling yes. conversations. Um, I don't know if you wanted to, I don't know if we have permission to say his name, so mm-hmm. maybe later if he says it. So. Yeah. But he says I'm looking at it now. <laughs> <laughs> Could it be bears in the drawing? There are references <laughs> in Blatty's first draft of the screenplay, and Lester being um, you know a, a very strong. Um, you know, noble, loyal friend said, "Oh, don't let Keenan see this." <laughs> <laughs> well, I tried. Oh, no, no, but yeah, he um he has a yeah. I don't know if we have permission to say, but he has a mm-hmm. video about some changes, in, and one of them was yes. the, um, was in Reagan's artwork from the original mm-hmm. drafts of the screenplay to um uh to the film. Yeah,
0: yes, and you had actually said uh you'd you uh, uh said that in the screenplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris calls Reagan bareface. Yes. Point. Yeah. Right. So so yeah, we got some we got some bears here. Yeah. Got a lot of
1: animals, right? Yeah,
0: a lot a lot of animals. She loves animals. So she loves
1: know. animals, and Captain Howdy loves animals. So. Yeah,
0: Captain Howdy loves and, and I don't know. I I think in Captain Howdy's eyes, um, there's really no difference. It's like, like <laughs> one's walk on four legs and one's that walk on two legs. Uh, you know.
1: That is a really interesting point. Mean, I know you're. They all make joking. sounds. You know, no, but I think that's that's a really really good point because that would be like the old pantheotic gods that you know people people were not special.
0: Right, right exactly. as opposed
1: to the Abrahamic God, the Zoroasterian God, and the mm. Abrahamic religions, like yeah. yeah, people are special.
0: Yeah. Oh no, no. I mean, like, yeah, Keenan. Like, mm-hmm. I was, I was kind of like only half joking, right, about that, right, right, that, right, right, right. Yeah, that goes back to my whole thing about like we were talking about um, the you know kind of the fallen angels, uh, mm-hmm. you know, looking down on humans, like like we're supposed to like you know that that story in the uh, in the Quran about uh, mm-hmm. you know them being made of light and and uh, God making. Us out of mm-hmm. mud and earth and just like them looking at us like, like, why? Like they're they're no different from all the other beasts that you have mm-hmm. created, right? right? And that goes into like I think that is why you get all of these, you know, the the, the trope of demons making like animal noises when they're inside someone, because they're right. like, ah, it's all the same, right? right. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If, and, like my my kind of theory, and there's no there's no proof of this, there's nothing anywhere that that confirms this at all, mm-hmm. but I kind of like imagine mm-hmm. that anytime Reagan like you know, nays like a horse, or or right. um you know, makes pig sounds or anything like that. I feel like, like, what if that's her trying to talk, mm. and Captain Howdy is putting a filter on?
1: Oh, that's very sad. That's yeah, not, that's not very Three Stooges view. No, that's, no, that's incredibly. Wow, wow, wow! Stop it! <laughs> if, you, if you want this episode to be five hours long, just keep <laughs> making stupid three noises, Three Stooges <laughs> noises, <at> mean <laughs> <laughs> right. But no, that is, incre- that is an incredibly sad way of thinking about it. Yeah.
0: yeah. But it like, mm. because. In the book, at least, every mm-hmm. time Captain Howdy makes an animal noise, I mm-hmm. noticed it's it's at a time when Reagan would have spoken up and said something. Mm-hmm. Like it it it'd be like uh, the psychiatrist or or Karis asks something that Reagan could answer, but instead it's an animal noise, or mm-hmm. it's like right after Captain Howdy does something terrible, and I can imagine Reagan being like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that, or that mm-hmm. wasn't me," and it's just animal noises, right. and I can see like it's it's almost like him. Putting his hand over her mouth. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, you don't get to you don't get to sound like a human anymore. Right. Because you're you're all you're all animals anyway. So blah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Ugh. Gross. Gross. (laughs) Very
0: gross. (laughs) All right. But okay, yeah. So back to these drawings. Um uh so this one, Keenan, I think we can both agree that this one that he is looking at right here is undeniably, objectively uh Reagan's post-Captain Howdy phase. Um I, th- I think it's pretty plain to see that there's there's a bit of demonic inspiration in these next couple of pieces here. What yes, do you think? I, I
1: see. I see what you're saying. Yes, yeah. I agree. Um, yeah. So this isn't is, Reagan it...
0: before Captain Howdy. This is definitely a mm. Captain Howdy inspired or or um, uh,
1: uh, driven drawing. Right. Which is frustrating. I'm I'm sure. I, you know, Chris isn't isn't necessarily saying this, but I think part of the frustration is that Damian. Um, doesn't know the difference. He doesn't see the difference, right? Right. So he's looking at it, and then we're getting this, as you say, like this demon breathing, and he's just like, "Well, these are just kids' pictures, right?" Because mm-hmm. he's going to ask for evidence uh, in a second of mm-hmm. how she's changed, and he doesn't bring up these these pictures at all. And Chris, you know, Chris is he doesn't offer that. He's not like, right. "Well, if she had changed her art," then Chris would be like, "Oh no, they've changed." Like you can yeah. see them, like very, look, very look on the wall, right, like, at look them. at all this all. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. But he doesn't know where you know where these are, and and then he he's been you know ministering to. Priests uh, mm-hmm. for a very long time, and maybe doesn't really, you know, know what normal little girls' paintings are necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they are yeah. not these things. With no, 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 yeah. bats and and uh, chimeras or whatever they are.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I wanted to let's let's talk about this first one. Right. Um, this this happy little tree. With some Mm. happy little friends in the branches of that tree, Mm -hmm. what do do we think? Like, like you were you were starting to describe it. Tell me, tell me, tell me what you got here.
1: Well, they're bats in a in a tree, Mm. right? And they're sleeping, and they they don't have. What do we talk about? Like with the bears that we were looking at, or the sheep, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like it's still not common. I would say for for um, for children at any age, right? Not teenagers necessarily, but uh, to choose black as the primary color, right? Like black as an outline, maybe for sure. Mm -hmm, But those mm -hmm. those bear ram sheeps are mm. black. And then yeah. you have to draw bats in a way that doesn't allow you, you know, they're completely black bats. And and so there's yeah. no way to add smiley faces or anything. Right. Right. And then, yeah. so in this tree, we then also have like a little, I figure, I don't know what you call the hole in the tree, like a little hollow. Yeah. And there's, there's yeah. a little creature in there staring at us and no smiley mouth, just two little eyes looking right at us. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah much like before this is like you said like yeah this does not look like what you'd think of when you think of like a child's drawing of a tree right mm-hmm. it's a little too detailed almost almost hyper realistic right and- yeah and yet it's also abstract with the colors and the shading. Like a, a child would color the entire trunk in and and they wouldn't mm-hmm. do it with these like lines that suggest texture and shadows, right? Uh,
1: yeah. Chiaroscuro. Attempts yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: and they would demand that it be brown. That's it. Because tree trunks are brown. That's Not what you do. Right. Exactly. Right. Like what is this purple? This purple almost like, I don't know, indicating that it's happening during sunset or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. And. The way that the leaves are represented by this, like, just like, like, erratic scribble almost almost like slashing the tree right Mm -hmm, right we we have no way of knowing of course but i get the feeling that reagan's hand was like moving across this drawing very much like a like a planchette right like Mm, all all herky-jerky as captain howdy is controlling it right i can actually see that in my mind's eye her her hand is is just going back and forth like spasmodically making this thing as reagan is sort of like in the back seat just like watching it be created right right? Mm. actually okay keenan we mentioned earlier, we sort of debunked the idea that the Ouija board was the thing that brought Captain Howdy in, right? It was rather, it was just like one way that he was communicating with Reagan in the mm-hmm. beginning, right? Who's to say that's the only way? I, uh-huh,
1: can, right. I,
0: can, I can see him showing her things with these pictures and communicating with her in that way, maybe even before the Ouija board, because like we know Reagan likes drawing she would be drawing before she meets Captain Howdy, right? And, so, and
1: just sculpting. And, and yeah, sculpting, all, yeah.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. So she could just be at her little table one day, all sad, thinking about mom and dad. And then suddenly before she realizes, she, like she's drawing something that she normally wouldn't draw. And it's like, huh, that's weird. And she tries another drawing and she's very much in control. But the stuff that's coming out of her, like coming coming from her own hand is stuff she's never done before. And at mm. some point she realizes there's someone else there. And that someone else is like, Hey, I actually want to talk to you. Your mom has an old board in one of these boxes, Mm -hmm. like go get it. Right. It has letters on it, go get it. And we can talk.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is, that sort of recalls the, um, the negative version of the idea of the artistic genius, you know, like, Mm. like, yeah, Elizabeth Gilbert has a really good Ted talk that puts this in, you know, a very condensed and very nice, lovely way of talking about the idea of the genius, where the genius was not something that as we say today, like people are geniuses, right. like, oh, Lester, you're such a genius. Or, you know, we describe our friend Ian, um, uh, you know, as an all-around creative genius, because he is. Right? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So, but it was that you had a genius, which was yes. a um, something like a house god in the mm-hmm. Roman um, uh, pantheon.
0: Yeah. Um, like, a, like, think of like what we think of as, like, a guardian
1: angel. Right? Yes. Like, everyone yes.
0: has one and it's, like, assigned to you at birth. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so glad you're talking about this game.
1: Yeah, and then some, and then some artists would have, um, their genius would be in art, and so mm. they would, um, they would be there, and it would be. Um, sorry, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying hard not. To, Elizabeth Gilbert on TED does a really, really good mm. job of of bringing. I'm trying. Yeah, even now, I'm getting it caught up in our, our, our modern ways of saying it but like but like as if the art was cut was flowing out of you and like we say today like like divinely inspired right yes mm-hmm. like I, I say that the the beach boys are divinely inspired right <laughs> And like something happened when when all of them were together you know at that moment that that they could not possibly capture later on when they were apart like there's just this alchemy when the beach boys had it that make music that was unlike anything else and it was mm-hmm. just like where did that come from and and you know and they couldn't even explain it to you Right, when they try yeah. to reproduce it on their own. Yeah. So like yeah, so like the genius. So if you're a writer, it just you show up to work and your your um your guardian angel, your house god of the genius mm-hmm. that you have is is when you are in the right place is just flowing through you and flowing through your hand as you're writing or flowing yes. through your hand while you're sculpting. Right. Mm. And, and then, yeah, so, so yeah. Captain Howdy would be like the, the anti genius.
0: Yeah. Or, well, I mean, mm-hmm. okay. So, oh man, this is, cause I was, uh, I, I, I was thinking about talking about this a little mm. bit later, but oh, I like great.
1: that we, that we
0: uh, uh, brought this up uh, today. So Kenan, Actually, I was listening to um, a podcast that was talking about this, talking about something that we're going to talk about uh, in the next minute, mm-hmm. but it mentions this uh, this idea and come to find... So apparently, according to this podcast, the word genius is actually the name given to this spirit by one of the famous philosophers. And he mm-hmm. is so famous that uh, the thing that it used to be called before Got changed to genius because his was genius. Mm-hmm. So, and it might, I, I can't remember, it might be Aristotle, Plato, Socrates, one of those guys, but mm-hmm. he called it like, oh, my blankety blank is my genius. Mm-hmm. But it actually, before that, before he coined that, it actually went by another name. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that
1: is? No. Damon. No. <laughs> yes. Yes. So like a, uh, like a D A E, like one of those A exactly. E things that uh-huh. I never know how to pronounce or use. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that was, I mean,
0: and that and that's where we get the word demon. Mm. Um, but yeah, Damon, Damon was the original, um, word used to describe that, uh, that, um, ancient Roman, uh, guardian spirit that mm-hmm. is assigned to you at birth. And it's not, it's not, um, associated with evil yet it is right. it is that it is like that guardian angel, that guardian genius. Um, and genius became like it, like Kleenex to tissue, you know. Right, so, the, so genius uh, the
1: genericized trademark. Yes, right. So, so
0: now we say so. So for a, for a time, it was like, oh, that's his daemon. His daemon is inspiring him to make this music mm-hmm. and and make this art and make this painting. Or like, you can be a, an architect with mm-hmm. a daemon, or you can just you could be you could be a priest mm-hmm. with a daemon, right? Because you you have this gift for speaking and for you know for um, uh, soliloquizing and, and everything like that. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, he's he's so good at at uh, you know like uh, reading the scriptures and everything like that. That must be his daemon. Damon. And then eventually someone was like, well, yeah, it's my, it's my Damon called genius. And everyone's like, oh, that's his genius. That's his <laughs> Genius,
1: <right?" laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, and now, so it went from Damon to, so it's like, that's, that's his or her Damon to mm-hmm. that's his or her genius
1: to mm. he or she is a genius it is a genius. Right.
0: Yeah. Oh, all right. So yeah, so we're 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 actually like right on the mark if we call Captain oh. Howdy Reagan's genius. right?
1: Oh wow! And then just to, again, look at Elizabeth Gilbert's TED Talk, which I think is really really mm. great about it. But but her her basic point is is a little self helpy, right? It's like you don't have to be a genius in a modern sense; you already have a genius that yes. you can yeah try to tap into. So I like
0: that. Yeah. Yes,
1: everyone everyone has a genius. That is cool. Yes, and
0: you get a genius, and you get a genius, and you mm. get a genius. <laughs>
1: This is an Oprah thing. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Everybody, look under your chairs. You're possessed now. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's the same noise, actually, when you're yeah. possessed by a demon as when you get a car on Oprah. <laughs> right, right? yeah. Ah! 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 Ah!
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's the same noise when, when someone is is um, inspired by a divine genius. It's like it's like <laughs> Michelangelo. How did you? What what gave you the idea to 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 do this wonderful piece of art? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> wow, it's fascinating Michelangelo. Just just you're, you've been touched by God. Yeah
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so yeah so but yeah all that to to say I it this scene with looking at this art here mm-hmm. kind of made me wonder, yeah, what was Reagan's first point of contact with Captain Howdy? Was it like we were saying the Ouija mm-hmm. board or was he already kind of like influencing her through her drawings right. before that?
1: Yeah. Cause, cause we have options here as opposed to in the origin story of this, the Robbie Rowe case or the rolling right. Doe case or some, some variation of those depending, yeah. right. That inspired, um, uh, Blatty to write this that was a Ouija board and right right that that seemed to be the beginning but yeah here it doesn't seem like we are that tied to that right mm-hmm. um, it's mm-hmm. not it's not necessarily um, uh, Ouija boards are evil. Uh, yeah. In this movie, even though of course people still have these these scary things about it, but yeah, I posted to the listener group again. Compelling conversations, a Barbie Ouija board. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's bright pink and very nice, and um, and like instead of yes or no, it's like yes, totally. <laughs> 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 so uh, yeah, yeah, the Ouija boards aren't by themselves like possessed. It's not like like no. Captain Howdy did not come from the Ouija board. Um, right, right. We see like in the case of the Robbie Rowe case, like. The demon, as far as that family was concerned, came from the Ouija board, Mm -hmm. as opposed to this one, which we see coming... From the wind, you know, we like it's Pazuzu at the beginning, right? And then mm-hmm. we are following Pazuzu on the wind with that similar, um, similar sound. Now that I think about it, of the plane coming in, where right. which which is the plane, it is Fidel of the plane, but we're also implying that it's the, it's the sound of something traveling, right, right? right? And then the Ouija board is just one stop along the way as opposed to the thing where the demon emanates from, yeah, yeah, interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh man, I love it, love it, love it, love it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, somebody also uh posted, um mm-hmm. There's a there's a a, a Christian version mm-hmm. of the Ouija board. It's like where you can talk directly oh, to God. To God, yeah.
1: Isn't that taking the Lord's name in vain? Lester? I see. This is <laughs> the, like <laughs> capitalism.
0: <laughs> it ruins everything. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like. Demonic forces, angelic forces. You can't, you can't win. As as soon as you put a price tag on it, you box it, you ship it. There, there you go. Right. (laughs) I'm I'm just like Jeff Goldman was like, you're selling it. Now you're selling it. I want to bang the table, but I can't, you know, it will mess up the mic. But.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Folks. Capitalism. There you go.
1: Yeah. So I, I don't know what people use the Christian Ouija board for. And maybe it is a reverent way that I'm not thinking about, or just, a I way want to, to know how many people in the entire world
0: use the, the Christian would, Ouija no.
1: board. So, so I don't mean to, so sorry if I'm responding like that and it's, it's something mm. more reverent and helpful or like a guide for you towards prayer that I'm not thinking about, but that, yeah, mm. the idea that like God is, is spelling out answers. Um, yeah. That, that, concerns me
0: well i mean like yeah the the idea of it it see i don't i don't think like any churches had any uh uh uh, part in the making of that thing at all. <laughs> okay, I, th- I think it, I think it was a response to it's like, uh, you know, some company was like, "Hey, nobody wants to buy our Ouija boards because uh, they think they're demonic oh, because the church gosh. says okay, don't right. you know don't don't buy these demonic things. Let's put God's name on it, mm. and that way the the religious people will buy it. But it's like the whole point of not doing that is like like prayer should be enough, right? Right. So like doing it now it's like, hey, this is the God version. It's like, but we have the God version that's prayer. <laughs> uh, so why why do I have to buy this piece of plastic and piece of wood and you know
1: yeah and, and as you talked about a Ouija board is one of like the cheapest things you could sell in a board game aisle like it, it is it's literally a board oh my god <laughs> it's literally a board with some with some plastic I just realized that yeah, in there. yeah. <laughs> so it's not like there's mouse no strap. parts right right there's no parts it's not like there's mouse no no with all these 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 damn little things you know there's no rules no rule book.
0: <laughs> wow yeah yeah. And somehow, Keenan, mm-hmm. I still managed to lose the pieces of mine. Because <laughs> I don't have the I, I lost the planchette. Uh,
1: or it's behind you
0: right now. Duh. <laughs> hey little planchat.
1: Oh to there, listen! <laughs> I have a message from God for you.
0: Wait a minute. Are you sure, Planchy?
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's 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 God's first
1: name? <laughs> oh, well, there we go. See, see. That's how you always get them. Right. Pets. What was Nobody God's knows? maiden name? Yeah. You, yeah. You know.
0: What's what was God's uh first pet's name? <laughs> I'm just going through the whole like what, what, what's what's God's social security
1: number? It's 00000000.
0: 000, 000, 000.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, but yeah, we were talking about these drawings, right? It Keenan, not just the style, but the subject of this drawing, right? Mm-hmm. Like you said, we got bats. Yeah. Like, what can only be bats, right? Those are definitely objectively bats, right? Thank you. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> we agree.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: And beasts. Yes. Yes. Um. Right. The branches of this creepy tree, right? Just like like covered in bats, and then in that hole, in that hollow of that tree, we got those two eyes peering out at us, mm-hmm. right? Now, before we move on from this drawing, earlier we tried to discern some meaning from like the sheep slash bears, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and how they could represent something, right? Like so, like people in the house, right? Mm-hmm. Like we, they, it was the same number as oh, the number right, of people, there were five right? of them.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: do you think this represents anything? Five, six,
1: seven, eight. There's eight right. in the tree. There's the there's the one in the hollow, which might not be a bat, it might be something else. And right. then now that I'm thinking about it, so the bats are black and the tree, there's green, a very dark green for the, right. for the leaves, and then a purple. Um, yeah. but then she would have had to, or he, you know, Pazuzu, Captain Howdy, mm-hmm. whatever, would have had to gone through and draw like what orange for the little eyes in the Right. Yeah. So that's that's interesting that you would yeah. take the time to get a second, you know, or a, a fourth colored pen just to draw mm-hmm. two little circles.
0: That actually, yeah, right, because that's the only time you use that color, yeah, yeah,
1: and it, the, huh. for the part that's staring directly at you, yeah.
0: Because <laughs> hmm. I'm thinking, okay, so we got eight bats, maybe mm-hmm. nine. There's like yeah. a corner of the tree we never see, right? Oh, it's right up in uh-huh. that little top, yeah. So there, there could be like a bat there, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so it can't be members of the house because eight or nine, that doesn't, that doesn't fit, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, I think the thing in the tree is Captain Howdy. Okay, mm-hmm. right. Let's just, let, I'll, I'll go with that. That'll be my, my starting point, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And so the tree might be Reagan.
1: Oh, the tree itself is Reagan.
0: The tree itself, right? Okay. And then the bats could be her thoughts now.
1: Mm-hmm, okay.
0: Because Reagan loves birds. We know she has birds all over the place. She has the dumb bird, right? Mm-hmm. And, and birds are what she would have put in this tree. If mm-hmm. if it was Reagan herself, she would have put birds where the bats are. But now it's like her head is full of bats. Mm-hmm. That's that's the best interpretation I can come up with, right? And like and then like something has burrowed into this tree and and it's staring out at us with these eyes, right? And I think was like okay, that's Captain Howdy. Reagan is the tree, and her head is full of bats now.
1: That is interesting, right? Captain mm-hmm. Howdy is in is in the, the the trunk of the main part of it, right? Right,
0: and kind of like. You know, l- l- because when you have some kind of like parasitic like thing that kind of like takes up residence in a plant or a tree or something like that, right? It's it's kind of like killing it from the inside out, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that could be also like now the tree is like dying and it's rotting and and all because this thing is inside it now, right? Right. That's interesting. Yeah. So yeah, um, so then, Karis uh, puts that one aside and we get another particularly creepy drawing, <laughs> mm-hmm. um. Although I I couldn't tell you why. Like, I remember this one disturbing me when I was little. Mm -hmm. But again, it's like, I don't have any words for it. Like, what do we got going on here, Keenan, with this thing?
1: It is a, (laughs) it's a lion of some kind. Uh, it's 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 golden and it has the tuft right uh, around right. its neck and the lion's it, mane yeah the lion's mane but it has wings and it has yes. a tail that we can't quite see but but there's some kind of action lines around the tail uh-huh. and then there's also this like this eor kind of cloud above the lion's head that might be mm-hmm. like his bad thoughts or something yeah so the lion has wings but they're also see through wings right
0: they're very Disturbing wings, (laughs) yeah, yeah.
1: like a like, but see through like an insect's wings, as opposed to a bird's wings or an angel's wings.
0: Right, it's not it's not like the fluffy, like yeah, like like you said, like angelic wings. It's it it's like these little spikes on it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember. Misremembering this thing <laughs> as like a dog covered in flies uh-huh. um and i think it's because of those wings those wings just look like like, like some wings, kind of yeah, yeah like fly yeah. wings right yeah and and now i can sort of see yeah like like the face the face has a very kind of doggy look to it mm-hmm. right but yeah this is like this is obviously a lion but it's like it's it you know it has it has the classic kid profile right like a hot mm-hmm. dog with legs right drawing right um but they're not extra... looking
1: directly at us luckily mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> luckily yeah right
0: um, it's got these uh, little extra hints of maturity, though, like right. maybe precociousness, right? Like the way the back legs bend, right? Again, that's not something mm-hmm. I feel like a kid pays attention to, right? Like the the anatomy of like hind legs of animals, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, like the subject of this drawing, like what looks to be a winged lion, like I thought of all the lion esque. Creatures I was familiar with, right? Like I know manticores, I know chimeras, right? Like, yeah,
1: I think this is close to a chimera for me, but not quite there.
0: Right, right. Because g- chimera has like, um, it's it, it's got lion parts, but there's like right. other parts as well, right?
1: Yeah. So this has yeah. wings. And then again, I can't quite see what's going on with this tail, but yeah, it feels right. like that. And I I have to Google, I'm sorry, I have to remember what a manticore looks like.
0: (laughs) Oh, be careful. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you (laughs) to to Google manticore. Yeah, just uh, be ready.
1: Oh, I don't like these. (laughs) Yeah, some so, of them have like people faces.
0: Yes. So very specifically, manticores are known to have, um, you know, body of
1: a lion mm-hmm. and the face of a man. <laughs> just
0: in the in the most disturbing, like uncanny
1: valley possible <laughs> way, right? And a scorpion's tail, it looks like. And a like. scorpion's tail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't and like sometimes that. wings,
0: but I think that's artistic, you know, license.
1: I see. Yeah, there is a friendly manticore character in um, dis- or Pixar's Onward. Yeah. So yeah. that's the first time I'd heard of a manticore. And she's
0: nice, so. <laughs> yeah. Right, and probably not with a human face, right? Probably with a nice uh, lion face,
1: yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly, like a human, like a like a Simba face, right? Like a human eyes, yeah. yeah. And and it's Octavia Spencer, and it's like, oh well, you know, I oh. can't be, you know, terrified of Octavia Spencer. She's no, she's, of course, not. great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: but yeah, yeah. Those are, those original kind of like um, uh, old timey drawings of Manticoras, folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just uh, just you know, um, proceed with
1: caution. I would say. <laughs> yeah yeah. well i'm glad i remembered what a manticore looks like yes so
0: (laughs) So now i know um but yeah so so probably not a manticore because like the tail although like you say we can't see it sums up
1: sums up of that tail yeah 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 yeah
0: um and then and then yeah the face is the face is a lion face that's Mm -hmm. a lion face right right? um it's a cutesy lion face but overall yeah the effect is is kind of disturbing right Mm -hmm. but it's hard to say why right Mm -hmm. um I would say that this lion is not only winged, but it is in flight right now because of right. the way that the the toes are kind of like bent. It's like it's it's up in the air for sure. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, like it's doggy paddling through the sky. Yes. this <laughs> is
0: making this this is getting cuter by the second. <laughs> right. um, now, there is a depiction of a winged lion with a human face called a lamasu. A Lamassu. In- A Lamassu in Mesopotamian culture. And when I discovered that, I got very, very d- excited. But yes. no, they're. They're two different things. Yeah, oh, I was like,
1: yeah. <laughs> I was like <gasps> oh, no. oh. And just as a reminder, Lamash 2 is uh, Pazuzu's ex-wife. Who are yes. they're in a um, a perpetual battle with each other, and right. and uh, Lamash 2 tries to go and steal your kid from you, your newborn, mm-hmm. and eat them, kill them,
0: eat them, kill them. Um, sometimes it's your newborn. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's your unborn child. Uh-huh, right? Yeah. So yeah, moms moms hate her. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: And so they hate her so much that moms have an alliance with Pazuzu, who is also yes. a demon. Um, but, you know, they have the little pendants. And so there's like, stay away from me, Lamash, too. Right. I got I'm yeah. on your um, I got your, your ex-husband. ex-husband's yeah. turf. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I... uh, but yeah. but oh, alas, yeah, was... this has nothing to do with that, I guess. No, no. Uh, I was, Yeah, I was so excited. <laughs> I was
0: like, don't oh, no, no. <laughs> Is that how many how many like archaeologists and anthropologists like they 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 get so close to something that they would think is is like really really cool only to find it's like oh no it's like i got to tell the truth about this this is nothing you know this is a dead end right Well
1: i i don't know cuz so as correct this is actually something like i don't know but mm-hmm. like Jesus and Moses i mean yeah. were they the only Jesus'es and the only Moseses because i mean there's tons of um you know Marys and Marthas yeah. and you know well, they the,
0: G- well, I can I can answer the Jesus question uh-huh. for you.
1: Um, the Jesus question. <laughs> um, this is like the
0: the the Manchurian Candidate, <laughs> the uh, um, the Da Vinci Code,
1: <laughs> the Jesus question, the Jesus question. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: no, um, but uh, again, listening to my buddies, the Apocrypals. Oh yeah, um, Jesus is like like it's it's Yeshua, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just another way of saying Joshua, uh-huh, right? So anybody named Joshua. Has the same kind of like root name as Jesus, and Jesus is the oh god. Now, see now I'm now I'm going to sound stupid. It's it's either the Greek or the it's it's another linguistical interpretation of the same name that gives us Joshua.
1: Okay, so I knew the Joshua connection. So, but like when yeah. we read the even the King James or the Standard English or, or the New American or whatever, like yeah. the author has just decided to not translate every Joshua as Jesus for our purposes right. Aha. They
0: specifically they specifically made uh Jesus Jesus to to have him stand out
1: got it all right well thank you for that translators right that would be very confusing okay good that that's good to know
0: so it's like oh Joshua no 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 the Joshua who like is the son of God and performs miracles not not the other Joshua
1: right? <laughs> right like as they do with all the Marys right the Mary mother right. and and the Mary Magdalene and, and the other Mary and her sister yeah how Martha. come
0: Mary like the like like the Mary doesn't get like a special yeah like,
1: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, you male writers of the bible
1: <laughs> sheesh all right cool that helps me a lot that was very helpful yeah
0: but uh unfortunately yeah uh lamasu and mm-hmm. Lamashtu are different things mm-hmm. so yeah so yeah got excited for a second and oh, yeah. uh and i brought you guys along with us <laughs> so you could be like oh, <gasps> oh no <laughs> you have to feel my pain too no. um but yeah so yeah the but for this lion the only thing i can think that this possibly means if it means anything and it's not just like a winged creepy lion Mm -hmm. is that it is a symbol specifically associated with saint mark okay um apparently an angel appeared to him in the form of a winged lion and mark is historically the first gospel and has Mm -hmm. the most detailed version probably the most famous version of the legion story Mm -hmm. right um i don't know if we're supposed to gather any meaning from this other than you know, it's it's unusual and unsettling, though.
1: Um right. And Damien certainly doesn't make that connection while we're here. Yeah.
0: Right. He's like, ah, oh, the winged lion, jackal of Mark, <laughs> legend.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's- Pazuzu. For some reason, I don't know. <laughs> that's what, um, what's his name, Robert Langdon in the Da Vinci Code does. <laughs> he, oh, really? He's like, oh, okay. yeah. He's like, oh, well, this is obviously this and that, and the, you know, all, the, all these things. Oh, god. Dun dun dun. And they're like, Doctor Langdon, I don't think so. He's like, no, it's obviously <laughs> the clue to the ancient riddles. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna steal it. I'm gonna steal. <laughs> The King James Bible. <laughs> no, you could do a better Nick Cage than that. Come on, you gotta, wait, 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 wait. Where, 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 oh, the bees,
0: I'm not gonna, the bees. The bees. <laughs> I'm gonna, he's got a little bit of a. He's got a, a, a little bit of um, Jimmy Stewart.
1: Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, Jimmy Stewart and Elvis, sort of. Yeah, if Jimmy Stewart oh, was, yeah, trying, was trying to be Elvis. All yeah. right.
0: <laughs> I, ain't, um, I ain't nothing but a. <laughs> <laughs> I played Dracula recently. <laughs>
1: right, exactly. yeah. Oh.
0: I'm Castor Troy
1: <laughs> there you go yeah yeah okay, no, no, do I'm yeah. Caster Troy <laughs> no I'm gonna All steal right. I'm gonna steal go I'm
0: gonna do it I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna steal the King James Bible
1: <laughs> excellent Lester I'm really really glad we spent that time on that yes yes
0: <laughs> and I was like don't worry Keenan. this episode won't go long uh, <laughs> But we had to get our buddy Nick Cage in there. <laughs> there, yeah. right, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, okay. All of that to say, folks, um, whether this has any kind of like symbolic meaning or not, it is just plain unsettling. Mm-hmm. But like, why? Like, I'm assuming like you think it as well, Keenan, that this is this is just like disturbing, but like cut and paste this into a different movie where we're not looking at devils and demons. Mm-hmm. Isn't this just like, when a kid draws mermaids and unicorns,
1: I don't know about that bat one for sure. I, I no, think no, 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 not yeah. the bat. I'm talking about yeah. this lion. Guy. Yeah, uh, perhaps, but like, where is it coming from? Like, because we see her reading, you know, we see her with Snoopy dolls and right. and reading, um, you know, the the big bad wolf. And so, where is this coming yeah. from, lady, yeah. <laughs> young yeah. lady? Like, yeah, like, like, okay, we we understand where they get. Um, um, you know, mermaids and unicorns, et cetera, because they've seen mm-hmm. a mermaid and unicorn. But where is this except in this, except in the book of witchcraft or whatever? That yeah, she's been reading yeah,
0: yeah. She seems like supremely uninterested in fictional beasts. Mm-hmm. Like R- Reagan, I'm talking about, right. like Before, like pre Captain Howdy, like she's like very, very focused on like actual animals.
1: Yeah, she's a horse like, girl.
0: She's a horse girl. She's got like um drawings of like uh, uh like the owls and everything, which mm-hmm. are like really, really detailed. Like she she focuses a lot of attention on like like just actual regular animals. Right. So yeah, so yeah, so just on its own, just a winged lion is, is a little bit like, hmm, that's a little like unlike Reagan. Yes, right? absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, so in any case, so Chris is watching as Karis is flipping through these drawings. Mm-hmm. Um I took that to mean that she knows those drawings are weird, right? They're not, Mm -hmm. they're not what her daughter usually draws. And Mm -hmm. maybe she's like hoping Karis can discern something from them. Right. right? Mm -hmm. Um, we cut back to Karis. Uh, we're real close up on him as he walks over, revealing the rest of the basement. Now, we like we knew it intuitively before this, but this is the first shot that puts them both in the same space, mm-hmm. right? They are both in the basement of this house. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Chris turns off the iron. Um, she gathers up the shirt and brings it over to Karis. Uh, it seems like such a long walk over to where he's standing, even though I just said like they're in the same space right Mm -hmm. and that's a really cool depiction of the distance here right like like maybe how distant they are still from each other or i don't know like the size of this new reality that they Mm -hmm. gotta explore right like suddenly demons suddenly you know um (laughs) there's there's uh, suddenly seymour i don't know (laughs) um but yeah going back to skid row again uh but yeah there's something there like that walk to Karis just seems long,
1: right? Uh, you know, again at UNLV Film where I work, I, I mentor a lot of um, beginning screenwriters, uh, playwrights, uh, all sorts of writers, mm. and and it. It is not uncommon for them to, okay, now say Chris and, and Damien are on the same team, right? Yeah. For them, once they've formed a team, to not have any conflict or even fear of each other or distance between them, right? Mm. Like like they're always on, they always, they agree with each other. You know, there's nothing, it's, it's us against them now. And yeah. this is a really good instance of this where they're on the same team, but they're they're, we showed them coming from separate places. We show them misinterpreting what each other is seeing. And then once they start talking, what they are saying, right? They they are going to be in, in major conflict still, as opposed to like, well, we're all in it for the right reasons. So, you know, we're not going to argue. We're all going to, you know, put aside... Our mistrust of each other and our egos and um and just our you know very particular uh places that we're coming from.
0: Mm, right? I so like this, that point.
1: Yeah, this yeah. distance is really helping there.
0: Yeah, right. So yeah, it is. It is kind of like a teaming up, but it's still kind of like they're they're uh, holding on to their their own reservations still. Right. Still,
1: right? There's a wow. gulf between their their understanding of the situation. Yeah. I like this.
0: And and so, yeah, so I think that's highlighted by the fact that it isn't until after that walk that we get the, like, first spoken word of mm-hmm. this scene, right? Like, Chris hands him the shirt and Karis says, thank you. Right. Um And then, folks, like, I want you to pay attention to Chris here, like pay attention to her posture and how she looks at him as soon as she is done handing over that shirt. This entire movie up to this point, she has been fighting to be believed, fighting to be seen, to be heard and to be taken seriously. She even had to fight to get this guy Mm -hmm. over just to look at her daughter. And now with the handing over of that shirt it feels like she is also handing over the reins to him. Mm -hmm. Like she's not handing over the fight Mm -hmm. or the responsibility, right? Right. She still has to fight even after this scene, even in this scene, right? We're going to see. But what I'm trying to say here is her posture. Her whole demeanor here is like there. I got you here. You saw it for yourself, right? I did it, right? Right. And and, and what are
1: you going to do about it, right? Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, are you so going to stop, you know, not believing me, right?
0: Yeah. And it's like, so 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 the ball is in your court now, right? Like right. what next? And she does this by literally handing him the thing <laughs> that proved her point,
1: right? Exactly. Like right. the
0: shirt. It's like here you go, here's your proof. Uh, I mean your shirt. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Remember when when she projectile vomited on you, right? Like so. Yeah, no like, more of this other stuff, right? And he's, like here's
0: physical, I'm handing it and putting it in your hands. Yeah. And right? he's
1: still he's still not going to agree with her. You know, yeah. he's gonna deny the uh, the evidence of his eyes and ears. Um yep. I suppose that no, that's Orwell. I was trying to think of a biblical way. <laughs> mm-hmm. But or yeah, Orwell says that the party will ask you to deny the evidence of your eyes and ears. Yeah. But this is this is more in that, as you talked about before, like like his inability to see. Um, the supernatural or the god right in front of him.
0: Yeah, and and this is this this spans all sorts of stories, right? I mean, like even in uh, Dickens, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like Marley, Marley says, "Why do you doubt your senses?" Right. right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, because the slightest thing can upset them." He's yeah. like, "More to, uh, what is it? Uh, you're an, an more undigested gravy.
1: bit of beef." Yes, yes. You're more gravy than grave. You're an undigested yeah, yeah. bit of beef, right?
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> and and so so yeah. So that's that's but. Its origins, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. right. You know, comes from comes from like biblical uh oh dang it. Let me see. You doubt <laughs> even though you have seen like it's in the thing we just read. <laughs> um You do not you do not believe even though you have seen, I think. Right. Let's see. Let's see. Oh geez, it's in every freaking gospel. <laughs> I was trying to bring it back to the one that I yeah, but it's in you know it's in the thing w- that we just quoted right. Mm-hmm. It's like you do not you do not believe even though you have seen right. right. Like mm-hmm. that's that's the, like the the theme of this whole part of this story mm-hmm. right. He's got he's being challenged by the demon and now he's being challenged by Chris like right. like look at what is happening all around you. Mm-hmm. Now his answer to that um, is to say look. I'm only against the possibility of doing your daughter more harm than good. Mm-hmm. This this is so different from those previous scenes with like the two of them like fencing right. or, or playing verbal tennis, right? Like stealing glances at each other mm-hmm. when they're not looking. Or they're, you know, they, are, they are both locked onto each other, right? Karis mm-hmm. isn't turning away. And again, it feels like we got a new Chris here, mm-hmm. right? A Chris who is done with the bullshit, right? She's handed him back his shirt, and now she's just looking at him pinning him right and she she answers with very little movement right maybe just a tiny shake of the head right she says nothing you could do could make it any worse Mm -hmm. like we're done with the you know with the the dramatic type of arguing this is just like they're so close to each other they're looking into each other's eyes right
1: and i guess the question like nothing i mean is is chris potentially saying like even if you were to you know kill her it would not be as bad as that thing up there
0: (sighs) that's a that's a, a heavy question that I didn't even think about. Um, I don't
1: like I like don't th- put her out of her misery, you know, because that is not her daughter, as she's going to say. That's not my daughter up there.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think she's she's thinking about it in those terms. Mm-hmm. I think she still has the hope that Reagan can be brought back. I right. think because also there is, and maybe the book hasn't, um, or and maybe the movie hasn't uh, gone into as much detail mm-hmm. as the book. But there is the danger of her dying if left this way.
1: Oh, that's a good point, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So he's he's so she, it could be it could be both of ours, you know, mm-hmm. like we could have our cake and eat it too. She's <laughs> like like she's going to die anyway. Nothing you do right. could make it any worse, right? right? Like either she dies from, you know, from this or from you trying to help her, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but again, I think I think she's still like is is holding on to that hope that like the treatment of this, his treatment, the exorcism, We'll fix this. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, and then his answer, um, it feels like this dialogue has been stripped down to the bone, right? Mm-hmm. Like down to the barest, the most naked form. Again, this is so different from like just a few movie minutes ago. They were like, oh, so, you know, how to shrink ever get to be a priest, right? Mm-hmm. In the back, and the fourth, and, you know, in right. the small talk, and the pleasantries. And now we're here in the basement and it's like we're saying the real words for the first time, right? Mm-hmm. And he just says, I can't do it right like Keenan we had talked about rewriting a scene and speaking only the context of the dialogue mm-hmm. right does this feel like that or or could we go even deeper like is this is this a cover-up of something else
1: well I think it is a cover-up of of what Damien is His real problem is, so Mm. he's saying that like I can't do this because so it was like you know okay I'm gonna I'm gonna like uh, in the park right or on the bench rather I'm gonna like um, you know say what you want to say you you convinced me to say okay I'm gonna come over and look at her as a priest but really I'm coming over as a psychiatrist right right and then here it's like no like this this is not going to happen you know the church cannot help you this isn't going to be it but really the subtext there's still subtext right because it's like Mm. it is I I can't do this because. And maybe this won't work because there is no God.
0: Right. Yeah. I Or like, and, and remember he's got those dual, um, like de- depressions in, in his head. Right? <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Cause he's like, either there is no God or I can't do it because I am there God, is God yeah. and yeah. I'm not like, like even close to worthy of him. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Ugh. Karis, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> just pick one. God.
1: <laughs> no.
0: Um, but yeah, like, and, and. and Again, we're very calm, mm-hmm. at least outwardly, right? Um, and, and he says, I can't do it. I need evidence that the church would accept as signs of possession. And now Chris says, like what? Right. No more reacting, no more flying off the handle. She just says, like what? Mm-hmm. We switch shoulders now. We're over Chris's shoulder um, looking at Damien. And he says, like her speaking in a language that uh, she's never known or studied. That's important, folks. Mm-hmm. Known or studied, mm-hmm. right? And uh, Chris says, okay, what else? boom next thing what else right mm-hmm. like it she is so like i keep on saying this but she is so done <laughs> she like like it, it, there's no more like like wheeling and dealing it's no right. more it's like oh okay a language well let me tell you uh, this you know it's mm-hmm. like it's like okay that's that's the first thing what's the next thing right right it just goes right into it right and we switch back over to damien's shoulder and we see now that chris has her hands clasped uh, almost in prayer. Mm-hmm. I feel like the the, um, the stymied archaeologist again. I'm like,
1: no. <laughs> it's almost like a prayer and almost like I am holding my hands back so I don't shake you bodily to right. strangle you. Yeah. this nonsense out of you, right? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, she's sort of like clutching her wrist, mm-hmm. but it certainly does recall that like image, right? Conjures it back up for us, right? right the prayer thing, right? Um, but yeah, like you said, she could be holding her hands back from, you know,
1: from doing, doing strangling a string stooge on her. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, right?
0: But but that's the thing, right? Like it it does recall kind of like the hypnotism scene when she was unconsciously mimicking the photo of Reagan behind her, Mm -hmm. in that in that prayer position. But she is not praying now, Mm -hmm. right? She is she is not begging. She is dealing with this man on an even playing field. And yes, her hands suggest a kind of uh, supplication, but it's different here. She has more control. It's like okay. How can we make this happen? Tell me what to do. Let's fix this. Mm-hmm. I have you here. What do we do? Right. And Damien's response to that is to once again turn away. But this time, I don't think it's because he can't meet her gaze. Rather, I th- I think it's because he has accepted her plea and is actually considering the problem. Mm-hmm. Right. And this turn away is like turning inward like, yeah, how am I going to do this? Right. Right. So as he turns away, he says, I don't know, I'd have to look it up. Um, He passes us, eyes full of what he has gotten himself into and uh, what he has agreed to do. And our last frame is of Chris looking after him, hands still clasped, eyes imploring, not pleading, imploring. And that is where our minute ends. Keenan, is there anything else we missed in
1: here? Yeah, actually. I wanted to talk about, I know we're going a little, you know, uh, we have a lot here. Much more than we thought, I think. (laughs) (laughs) But, like... In class, you know, I'll be like, "Let's try to let's try to do a thought experiment, and let's make this movie the bad version of this movie, so we could see right. what the what is really working here, right?" Yeah. And this takes us back to oh, geez, our Christmas uh, bonus episode where we're like, uh-huh. if we were rewriting this, it'd be like there'd be this romance between Chris and Father uh, Karras, right?
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and or at least like the tinge of it, right? Because he's yes. he's gonna die, and then you know, but there'd be some kind of you know sexual tension or like like mm. this this romantic uh, budding blossoming thing between them that is stymied by the, the plot of the movie um, right because they are Two people about the same age, they're good looking. They are heroes, right? And so they have
0: kind of the same soul as well, yes, right? Like yeah. this, this doubting, exploring, kind of questioning soul, right? Yeah. They
1: they will never, as far as I remember in the film, they will never come to a verbal understanding of that, but they are mm. on the same journey in many ways, right? And they understand yes. mm. each other's paths in a way that they can't articulate to anybody else. And in the movie, they don't right. actually get to articulate to each other, if I'm remembering correctly. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, we could see how in a in a modern version of this or in just a less ambitious version of this that's not going to hold to its guns. Like this mm-hmm. scene works exactly as it would be. Like this, this, this scene would exist in that other movie where we were supposed mm-hmm. to think that, that Damien and Chris would get together, right? Like in an action movie, the, you know he comes in and saves her from something and, and they kind of lose, right? They, mm-hmm. As Joseph Campbell says, they approach the inmost cave, right? They see mm-hmm. the evil, they lose from it. Maybe he gets injured or something. And then right. she, the woman, the love interest is washing his shirt. Right. Right. Or
0: dressing his wounds Exactly.
1: Exactly. This is that exact scene. Mm -hmm. Right. In the exact moment. Right. Where we are 87 minutes in. It's the exact time Mm -hmm. for that. And it's the exact structure of that. But we never like no one I've ever heard. Right. Mm Things that like, oh, there's anything between these characters romantically or or even affectionately or there's no flirting or no. And even in the book, as you've read so far. Right. It's she never Mm -hmm. says like, oh, like there's never any hint that in her innermost thoughts that she's even like this guy is interesting to me like that.
0: No, right. No. None of it. there is, there is one moment later mm-hmm. and, and we'll, we'll talk about it where, you know, it's, 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 it's the, the final showdown mm-hmm. and the, you know, and, and he and Maren are like walking up to save her daughter and mm-hmm. they're dressed in their priestly clothes mm-hmm. and, and she looks at them in this, like, like all she says in her own mind is they look so tall. Right. <laughs> and that's like, that's such a nice, like, like, like he, they are, they are like pictures of heroism. Right. And, mm-hmm. But that's as far as that goes.
1: Yeah. So again, like this is the exact moment, even, even um, in, um, what's that, what's that movie? Star Wars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> even in Star Wars, right? Uh-huh. They approach the Inmost Cave. They're almost destroyed by the uh, trash compactor or at least Lucas. Uh-huh. They get mm-hmm. out there, they lose Obi-Wan Kenobi. And then there's this moment mm-hmm. where like Leia's like, oh, you know, She like puts his hand on his shoulder because Leia, again, Leia is the love interest of Luke (laughs) in Star Mm -hmm. Wars, no matter what you say yeah, in the first Star Wars, right? (laughs)
0: Laurie Strode Uh, argument,
1: guys. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So like even in that moment, we have that, right? So that is the equivalent of this. But we never, ever, ever, and I've never heard anybody ever say it that this is romantic in any way, even though it has all the plot trappings of that scene. Now, why do you think that Mm -hmm. is?
0: I agree with everything you just said, Keenan. It does, this, this is that scene Mm -hmm. like in any other movie, right? In any other uh, iteration of the exorcist that I may may not have seen, right? (laughs) Right, exactly. You know, where a priest becomes romantically interested in in, uh, the the female lead. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, who who would do that? I don't know. (laughs) Um, But no, but it doesn't happen here, Mm -hmm. but it, like this is the place where it would happen, right?
1: And they're doing the same thing. She's like, "Oh, I'm I'm doing womanly wiles, right? I'm taking care of the man. Like I'm reverting right. back to like traditional washing gender roles for you and washing. And, the, yeah. Like she she has not used this washing machine, <laughs> right? That's true. right. Yeah. She doesn't know how to. Right? She, hasn't done, yeah, she hasn't done she hasn't done any of this since before Reagan was born, properly. <laughs> like <laughs> like when she wasn't movie star Chris McNeil, right? So, but it's like, right, yeah, it's right. all that stuff. But yeah, like we're so focused on, on, on what's happening, but then, you know, Blatty's not interested in it. Friedkin's not interested nope. in it. The actors aren't interested in it. All right. Mm. Um, Cause you know, for, even with, uh, with Blatty's script, Friedkin can direct the actors to have that subtext, right. Or the mm-hmm. actors could bring that subtext on their own, but all of them are are just like, nope, that's not what this movie is. We're just going to move on from that.
0: That is, that is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Keenan. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Um, folks this has been another excellent exorcist minute I've been Lester Ryan Clark you can reach me on all the socials
1: as Lester Ryan Clark and I've been Keenan Diaz and you can find me on Instagram and Letterboxd as Howdy Keenan
0: we got our listener group Compelling Conversations go check that out and request to join and we'll let you in here with us thank you so much to everyone who has shared the show by word of mouth or on social media and a big big thank you to everyone who has given us a five star rating on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to the show um, we really appreciate it it's going to help our little podcast grow and find more cool people like you and yeah folks just some uh, big news here we are now part of true story fm we are in the true story family that's t-r-u story s-d-o-r-y dot fm along with uh with all their other amazing podcasts so uh so go check them out all right okay keenan are you thinking what i'm thinking i think i am lester folks until next time the power of wait oh oh wow okay the
1: The power power of of nick Nick cage compels you. you
0: I was like your daughter's possessed by a demon. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal the statue of Pazuzu. All
1: right. I want I'm Father Mary. <laughs> I wanna take your daughter's face off.
0: <laughs> I mean just clean it a little bit. It's covered in vomit. Is that is that pea soup? I was thinking we were gonna go into it I was like,
1: hey Mo. <laughs> this girl's head's going all the way around. <laughs> well screw it back the other way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you imbeciles, I'll screw your head back the other way. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> he takes a drink and it just like starts
1: leaking out like He's
0: uh, like, Hey look, holy water. <laughs> Dang! It, I was so excited to do more three Stooges stuff. I can't think. of I can't anything
1: think of anything. And all my all my three Stooges sound the exact same. I've, I've like combined them into one three Stooges chimera. <laughs> so
0: like like, <laughs> what's your name, Demon?
1: Oh, we are legion.
0: <laughs> you imbecile! Don't tell him my name. <laughs> oh.
1: oh, but her mother's maiden name is is <laughs> <It's> really pretty.
0: <laughs> hey Mo, it's kind of no. Hey hey Mo, hey, is Larry Larry fine? Hey Mo, it's it's very cold in here. Well, scoot over. You got, uh, there's, only, there's no room in this little girl. <laughs> hey, watch your elbow.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. Does we this don't place know... have cable? No. <laughs> we don't know enough three suits to stuff. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and there's five of them, which makes no sense. <laughs>